The four moons of Elsimore rose one by one over the mountain peaks, sending multiple shadows gliding along the ground. Shadows flowed beneath the tall trees, chasing along the furrows of the field, where Leor worked at loosening the soil around each of the sestal seedlings with a hoe. The Elpind labored steadily, carefully, but Leor's mind was far removed from the job at hand. Tomorrow would be the most important day of the Elpin's life. Soon after dawn, Leor and many other Elspind would receive their first dose of the new drug the team of alien scientists had developed in the mountain lab. They were calling their recently synthesized discovery Elhanan, which meant, in Elspind lore, life more long. Tomorrow a new life for Leor would begin— a life that might prove twice as long as an Elspind could otherwise expect. The scientists believed that Elhanan would roughly double the years Leor would remain a neuter. A hin, and also increase the time that the Elpind would have after hin's change, when Leor would become either heen, male, or han, female. Unlike Leor's parents, hin might actually live to wean all of hin's or han's children— might even see them nearly grown before dying. Leor reached the end of a row, then halted work for a moment to look up at the lab nestled into the mountainside. The Elpin's huge round eyes shone with more than reflected moonlight, bright as they were with expectation and eagerness. Tomorrow, Hin thought. Chill night wind stirred the downy hair on Hin's spindly but wiry strong arms and legs. Tomorrow, life truly begins anew for all of us. The Elpind shivered, but Hin's shudder was born of eager anticipation, not cold. The lab, every light shining, glimmered like a beacon of hope against the dark mountainside. The scientists from the Cooperative League of Systems, along with Elspind herbalists, were evidently working the night through. Leor knew from talks with Hin's Heyoon friend Moonrunner that the scientists were determined to stay on schedule with their testing program. The Elpind moved to the new row of Cestal seedlings with a skip and a bounce that was even more energetic than usual. It was odd to think of Moonrunner and the other CLS scientists awake the entire night, for the off-worlders usually slept when it was dark. Leor still found the idea of sleeping every night of one's life one of the most alien things about them. Elspind almost never slept. Instead, they remained busy tending crops, constructing dwellings from native stone and wood, spinning plant fibers into fabric, and performing all the other tasks of life. Elspind times of relaxation were filled with tellings. History, legend, and cultural beliefs combined in a rich oral tradition. As Leor worked, Hin thought lovingly of Hin's sibling, Aaron. Leor missed Aaron with an intensity that surprised even the Elpind. They were the last two surviving neuters in their family. Their other siblings had all entered Enelwo, the change from which neuters emerged as males or females, or died in the process. Nine sunrises ago, Aaron had boarded one of the off-worlders' shuttles and left Elzimar behind. Not so long ago, we still believed that Elzimar's sky was the end of creation, Leor thought. We thought we were the only people there were.
Now everyone knew of the vast, dark void behind the sky, the void the off-worlders called space. The aliens who had traveled to Elzimar from other worlds were of different species, but all belonged to the CLS, the Cooperative League of Systems. Lior pictured the strangeness of the off-worlders in Hin's mind, the long, limbless creatures called Mizari, the small flying beings from a world called Apis, though the beings themselves had another name for it. The large, strong, heavily maned simiu who walked on all fours, and the tall, fanged, furry beings that walked two-legged, like the Elspind, and were called Heyun.